0: All right, hopefully this is working. Uh, I'm trying something new here, technologically speaking. So, oh, hello cat. Would you like a treat? There you go. Trying something new here, technologically speaking, so I don't know if this is working. I know there's nobody in the room right now. So what I'm gonna do is I'm going to try to figure out if this is broadcasting and then, if it is broadcasting, Oh, yeah, looks like we're live, so that's good. Um, What I'm going to do is I'm going to take this broadcast here and I'm going to market it on my Mr. Reagan channel. So you guys can all see that I'm up and live and hopefully they'll start watching. So right now I'm just going to speak nonsense for a while. (coughs) Well, uh, hopefully people jump onto the live stream. Oh, here we go. We made it. Hello, what's up? Hello Kim. Alright, I guess you guys know each other. That's nice. Kimberly Ashcroft and JD Koch. And Mark in Alberta. Valeria. I'm in traffic. Valeria is uh, watching the live stream. That's great. Uh, <clears throat> we're live with Kitty. That's right. Uh, his name is Aston. I named him after the car. Aston Martin because I don't have the money to buy a real Aston Martin. So I have a cat instead. But he's a very expensive cat. He's called a, a bangle, and he's very, because I'm allergic to cats, actually. I had a dream the other night, you guys will find this amusing, I had a dream the other night uh, <clears throat> where um, <laughs> I was interviewing Michael Jackson's mother. I don't know if Michael Jackson's mother is alive, but in the dream, I'm, I'm interviewing her, but um, as a kind of a prank or something, I don't know what I was, why I did this, But as a kind of a joke, instead of asking her about Michael Jackson songs, I asked her all about Madonna songs, Um, you know, attributing them to Michael Jackson. So I'd say, like, um, so what did you think the first time you heard Papa Don't Preach on the radio? (laughs) And she just keeps getting more and more angry as I'm like, when Michael wrote um, the song Like a Virgin, was that a little bit awkward for the family, you know, and... uh, (laughs) She's getting more and more angry. So even in my dreams, I'm hilarious. I just want everybody to know that. High maintenance kitty. He is a high maintenance kitty. Uh, Alright, so I'm going to start talking about the news now. Even though my my co-pilot, my co-star, is not here. Valeria is not here. Because she's coming home from work and she is currently stuck in traffic. So... Let's have a look at this. I'm glad this is working, because I'm trying a new thing out, and whenever you try a new technological thing out, you never know if it's going to work. There's going to be bugs, but you guys seem to think it's working, so we're all good. So the first news we have, let me actually, shoot, it's hard to do this by myself. All right. The movie Soul, S-O-U-L, gets criticized for having non-white actors... Uh, voice ba- black characters. Okay, they're they're mad about this movie Soul because it's not black enough. Um, hold on, let me... All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and uh, let you guys have a look at this article. Hopefully this... Yeah, I need to fix this. Should have set this up ahead of time. Nope, oh, that's not what I'm looking for. There we go. All right, so this is the issue here. There's this movie on Netflix. You guys have probably seen it advertised called Soul, S-O-U-L. And it's pretty much exclusively black characters. And uh, <clears throat> it's a movie about black people. Jamie Foxx stars in it. And so the controversy about this that has arisen is that in countries like Denmark, um, they've, used, <clears throat> they've used white actors to dub over these, these black characters. And they're saying, well, that's just, that's just racist. You can't have white actors voicing black characters. Uh, but in Denmark, I don't think there's a lot of black actors <laughs> in Denmark. There might be a few, but I've been to Denmark and I literally saw zero black people. So I think it would be fairly hard to find a, a black actor in Denmark who speaks Danish who could dub the movie. But this is, a course of course, a, a controversy. Uh, Soul struck a chord, not just for its beautiful photorealistic animation, not for its nor for its wr- uh, wrangling with abstract concepts of concepts of life, purpose, and the beyond. First genuine depiction of the black community. Now, I actually wrote something very similar to this premise, uh, maybe ten or fifteen years ago, and I <clears throat> and I, I actually published it. And I well, I didn't really publish it. I posted it on Amazon Books, um, but I, I've posted it in several different places. This story, and um, and and this story is. Bizarrely similar to my premise I even made a short film that used this premise uh, Did they steal it from me? I don't know Maybe they did, maybe they didn't I have no way of proving it But it annoys me whenever I see something that seems to be a rip-off of me uh, You never know You never know You guys probably think I'm crazy But I've seen a lot of things in Hollywood that I thought were probably ripped off from stuff that, stuff that I've written I don't know I don't know Let's see here uh, Okay <clears throat> centered around the lead character Joe, voiced by Jamie Foxx in, in English, and while a few things can be get, can uh, sorry, and while a few things can get lost in translation in the film's uh, transition over to European markets, those elements remain crucial to Soul. Uh, you, you, they mean the elements of the depiction of the black community and that kind of stuff. <clears throat> but one choice by many European markets pertaining to the latter Joe's black identity has come under scrutiny in. Let me see if uh, let me just check to see if you guys are cool and everything's like. Make sure the um, yeah the the audio is okay, right? Everything's cool. <laughs> John Reed says hello, toxic and masculine. Parlor is working great. Oh, is it? Okay, I'll have to use that. All right, good. Okay, so the audio is working okay. <coughs> In in European language dubs of Soul, the New York Times reports that Joe and other black characters are frequently voiced by white actors, prompting prompting a backlash in several countries like Denmark and Portugal. (coughs) The controversy first broke out in Denmark when people found that Joe is dubbed by white actor Nikolaj Laikas, leading to an outcry that led. Lycross to issue a statement on Facebook defending his casting. My position with regards to any job is very simple. He wrote, "Let the man or woman who can perform the work the best in the best possible way get the job." Oh my God, I love Nikolaj. I, I, I'm guessing it's Nikolai, and the J is an I sound. Nikolai, Lycos. I don't know. I love that guy. I want to have that guy on the show. I'm going to go to Denmark just to interview that guy because he is so awesome. Yes, let the best. Guy, get the job. Let the best actor get the job. If you're going to bring in a black actor in Denmark who speaks Danish, one, I think it's going to be probably pretty hard to find somebody who's black in Denmark at all, and when you do find them, are they going to be good at acting? Are they going to be good at voiceover work? Maybe, maybe not. But the fact that they should just be hired because they're black is ridiculous, and that's something that obviously we on the right say all the time. Um, One thing that I... I find particularly sort of like um, Blind to reality About this particular article And I'll I'll go ahead and put it back To my beautiful face One thing I find particularly Irritating about this is that There are tons Of White actors Who get Voiceovers done of them Every single day all over the world Who aren't white because if you watch a, <clears throat> a movie with, say, Tom Cruise in China, and it's been dubbed into Chinese, do you think they get a white person who knows Chinese to do, <laughs> to do the voiceover? No, they get a Chinese guy to do the voiceover. Obviously. If you watch a film with Leonardo DiCaprio in some African country, and they've dubbed it into whatever the African language is, you think they get a white guy who happens to speak that African language? No. They get a guy who, who, you know, is a native of the country and is decent at acting and can speak the language well. That's how it's done. It's ridiculous to assume that every single country has to find a, a black actor to voice, to, to do the, vo- the dubbing of, you know, in, in these movies. It's just insane. It's, it's the stupidest. This is the stupidest criticism I've ever heard. And, um,. <clears throat> Actually, in the same vein, let's go ahead and flip back over here. There's a, there's another criticism about a movie in, the, uh, in a movie, a TV show that's on the CW in which they've had to cast Mon Pa Kent, right? It's a Superman show. <clears throat> this is the new Superman. This is the new Lois. I guess I, I think they were on a show called Smallville. I've seen some or Not Smallville. What, what was the show called Super Supergirl? I've seen some stuff with the Supergirl and the Superman guy and um and he looks kind of like hispanic to me. He doesn't even look white. So, he's already like but maybe he is white. I don't know. I I can't tell. He looks a little spanishy to me. But uh <clears throat> so they wanted to make Ma and Pa Kent black app- apparently for this CW show. And finally, finally cuz CW is honestly like I watch some of these uh nerd forums In fact, all the stuff that I'm talking about in this segment um this is all from this is all stuff that's been reported by A, uh, a YouTube channel called Clownfish TV So if you want to hear more About nerd culture and how SJW They are and stupid, watch Clownfish TV they, Those guys are awesome um, <coughs> But anyway, so the CW Is, they've got this show Called Bat—Bat Girl or Batwoman Batwoman I think it is And it was originally with that um, That lesbian actress the, the model whose name I can't remember And the show was terrible, right? It was just an SJW fest. It was awful, and the this girl was like, okay, there was it had terrible ratings, and and this girl said, okay, I'm not going to do the show anymore. Um, Somebody in the comment section is probably screaming her name at me right now, but anyway, so she quit the show. There's no Chinese guys voicing in Swahili. I know it's ridiculous, right? So, so we you have um you have this girl leaves the show. And then they recast it with a black woman. So it's now black Batwoman. And I think she's a lesbian in the show or something like that. Anyway, there's all this SJW crap. And the show just keeps tanking in ratings. Doctor Who, same thing. Doctor Who keeps tanking in ratings. Uh, Hold on, I'm going to fix this. One second. Give give myself a little bit more headroom. Max headroom, even. Uh, Better than... Hi, I am Plant. Nice to, nice to see you here. Um, <coughs> so anyway, so, they, so this Batwoman show is just tanking and ratings, tanking and ratings. Doctor Who, tanking in ratings, ta- tanking and ratings. Uh, that's BBC, though. it's nothing to do with CW. But the point is that all these SJW shows, it's very obvious that the SJW-ness is bad for business. That these companies are losing revenue because of the SJW agenda of the writers and the directors and that kind of stuff. So... Um, they're finally taking a stand against this stuff. So one here, former writer of the CW Superman and Lois, Nadria Tucker, reveals how she pushed for diversity in casting of Mon Pa Kent. Uh, Nadria Tucker, let, let's go ahead and show you who Nadria Tucker is. Uh, let's see here, Nadria. I I don't know who that is, but my guess is that she is a black woman. Yeah, so. Okay, so that's Nadria uh, An SJW Black Lives Matter Activist type I'm glad I'm not accidentally showing you guys Pornography because that has happens sometimes When you do searches Which is really frustrating uh, Let's see here Nadria Tucker the writer on Superman and Lois who was originally let go From the show's writing team and proceeded to vent Her frustration sort of the production on social media Has revealed do you think she's ever going to get hired by anyone else Again I mean if you're working for a TV show And you go hey you guys should make these characters black And they say no And you say but no But you really should And they say no And you keep annoying the hell out of them Until you get fired And then you go on social media And you talk crap about them Behind their backs Well not even behind their backs In, in public And You know Do you think any other production's ever going to hire you? Do you think any other production Is going to be like Oh you know what I want? I want to find this woman Annoying fire her And have her talk crap about us On social media That's what I want No No one will ever hire you again Because you're horrible You're a horrible person I didn't even like CW um, but <clears throat> they, they at least know enough to fire your You know, whatever They should not have hired you in the first place You're a disaster lady um, Let's see here she, she has revealed that she called for the uh, re- race swapping They call it race swapping Of Superman's Earth parents, Jonathan and Martha, Martha Kent It's funny that they call it race swapping If, it, if you're turning a, bla- a white character black But if you're turning a black character white It's called whitewashing Oh, they're whitewashing these, these uh, anime characters. Oh, they're whitewashing these, uh, these black people by casting them as white. But if they're casting a white person as black person, it's race swapping, and it's a good thing. Uh, in an interview with... Blah, 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 basically, she said that she's in the writer's room, and she's like, We need to make these characters, characters uh, black. Oh, there she is. On some personal news... Wednesday, I got word that my contract on Superman Alois won't be extended. My service is no longer needed. My outline and draft subpar. <laughs> Obviously, I disagree with that last bit, lol. This, after months of flagging hashtag MeToo jokes in dialogue. Oh, because she was basically, for months, she was flagging jokes that she thought were sexist in the script. Of me defending the Bejdel test. Okay, so she just wanted tons and tons of women on the show. Of me fighting to ensure that only only black faces on the screen aren't villains. To ensure the only black faces on the screen aren't villains. The only black faces on the screen aren't villains. Of me pitching stories of female characters that are one in the title series that went ignored. If I sound bitter, it's because blah, 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 blah. Okay. So basically, she was crap at her job. Look, this is what happens when you hire people because they're black. Because they're these social justice warriors. You're not going to get a good... You're not going to get a good, per, you know, a good employee. You're going to get a crap employee. That's that's how that works, guys. Stop hiring crap employees because you want to fulfill some kind of SJW BS agenda. Okay, next story. I wish you were here, Valeria. Things would be so much funnier. I have somebody to play off of and, and make fun of me. Hasbro. Okay, this is another SJW. <laughs> oh, man, this is terrible. Isn't this one isn't as bad as you think though? Hasbro rebranding Mr. Potato Head toy line as gender-neutral Potato Head, but not renaming any individual toys. Okay, so they're not actually calling Mr. Potato Head Potato Head or Person Potato Head. They're not doing anything like that. So this is still going to be Mr. Potato Head. This is still going to be Mrs. Potato Head. But the whole toy line used to be the Mr. Potato Head toy line, right? Because the original toy was called Mr. Potato Head. And all the toys, the subsequent toys that, that you could buy from it were all called Mr. Potato Head Brand, Mrs. Potato Head. Mr. Potato Head brand Baby Potato Head. Whatever all the rest of them are. And so they're just rebranding the whole line Potato Head, which I actually think kind of makes sense and I wouldn't have minded except that they seem to be doing this specifically because of the SJW woke gender BS. Like, you know, let's see here. They wrote, we're renaming the Mr. Potato Head brand to Potato Head to better reflect the full line the iconic Mr. and Mr. Scot- Mrs. Potato Head characters aren't going anywhere And will remain Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head The brand wrote in a statement shared with Fox News um, But they also wrote I never learned to talk right This is from Kimberly Boyd The Senior Vice President of Global Brands And General Manager Asbro And she said that the rebranding reflects a more modern era Culture has evolved, Boyd told the outlet. Kids want to be uh, be able to represent their own experiences. <laughs> the, bra- uh, the way the brand currently exists with Mr. and Mrs. is limiting when it comes to both gender identity and family structure. Oh, get the F out, Boyd, you stupid... I do not like this person. Uh-oh, uh-oh, I think the wife is home. There she is. Hello, young lady. Would you like to grab the microphone here? I, I, I didn't set it up for you, sorry. Huh? He's been quiet until now. Yeah, maybe. All right. Let's see here. Let's keep reading. Um, Boyd added that Hasbro hopes to the rebranding will allow kids to. Do you want to say hi? You got to see her for once. The elusive, the elusive Valeria, has entered her habitat. She slowly grasps for her instrument of of uh, employment what kind of microphone is that the shore the shore microphone we have two separate kinds of microphones I should probably get two of the same ones but whatever it is what it is all right can you figure that out you know you can twist yes. that little knob and it'll <laughs> loosen up
1: I know <coughs> all
0: right can you guys hear her say, say something say something what again
1: what do you want me to say okay good I can hear you <laughs>
0: Alright, um, let's see here. Boyd added that Hasbro hopes the rebranding will allow kids to make little potato families however they see fit. Uh, to that end, the Potato Head toy line is also debuting a new product, the Create Your Potato Head family that includes enough potatoes and accessories for kids to create all types of families. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if in the coming years they were like, you know... Oh, God, I don't want to say that, that's that's vulgar. But the the point is that they don't seem to care about um, you know they they're they're interested in these progressive values that's why they're doing it they, they, it's not that it makes more sense logically that it would be called the you know the potato head family or something as opposed to the mr potato head toys that it doesn't matter if it makes sense what matters is it's it's progressive values listen let me let me tell you something about progressive values progressive values are not values progressive values are a devolution of values, right? So we've had um, traditional, conservative, Christian values in Western civilization for hundreds of years, right? A couple thousand years now. You know, different places have had stronger values than others, and different times have had more values than others, you know, stronger values than others. But for the most part, these are the values that allowed us to develop our modern society. And now people are saying... Oh, we don't like... Those are bad values. Those those ruin people's lives and they're terrible. Really? Really? Because they created Western civilization and Western civilization seems pretty damn nice to me. All right. Moving on. Do you know what the next story is after the Mr. Potato Head story?
1: i I assuming it's BLM received 90 million donations in 2020.
0: Uh, let's see. Let's find out. No, it isn't.
1: uh,
0: (laughs) It's record-breaking Black Lives Matter. Oh, no, no, it is. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, um, I wonder if they're going to build at least like one school in a black neighborhood or something like this to improve life of the black people.
0: No, I think all the money is probably going to go to Black Lives Matter like organizers. I don't think they're going to use the money for anything good.
1: And democratic candidates, democratic candidates, they're probably going to give it all to no like Joe Biden. No one was white this year.
0: Yeah, it's all white. They're going to give it to white people. Yeah. Well, okay. So let me let me let me tell you what I hate. The reason I hate this story, right? Um, <laughs> I'm a plant. Wrote when I hear potato head Biden, always springs to mind. <laughs> when they hear. The the term potato head, Mm -hmm. they think of Joe Biden.
1: You think of Joe Biden?
0: Somebody in the comment section. Ah. I shouldn't have said anything. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's see here. All right, record breaking. Black Lives Matter drew $90 million in donations for 2020. Did I I switch to the thing? I'll switch to the thing. There we go. The National Black Lives Matter Foundation. Tracked a record-breaking 90 $90 dollars in donations for 2020, with an average contribution of close to thir- close to 30 dollars uh, per contribution. Wow, that's crazy. That's a, that's a lot of contributions. If you, if you donate 30 dollars, enough people have donated 30 dollars that they've got 90 million. The organization announced Tuesday in a report. You know they may be actually undervaluing their donations if they're skimming, if they're like stealing some of the money. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's what's happening. This is the woman who's in charge of it all. Um, oh, what is her name? I can't remember. I can't remember. I do know her. I do know her. name because I did a whole video about her, but I can't remember it right now. It's um, it's annoying. Mick Annoyingness. <laughs> <laughs> st- Sorry, that wasn't even funny. All right. Anyway, so <clears throat> here's what I think about this. This is this is. I'm actually happy. I'm happy that Black Lives Matter got that much money. You know why? Because now, we've done it. We've played. We've paid black people their reparations. The reparations that they've been demanding for so long. You guys got it now, guys. Come on. You've got your reparations. 90 million. That's pretty good.
1: You realize that none of those money goes to black people.
0: I'm sure the people that work for... um, (coughs) Black Lives Matter are taking of a lot course, of it. Of course,
1: but how many... How
0: well, it's many their decision. They're they're the black organization in America right now. They get to choose what they're doing with their money. We've given it to them. It's now to them. They can divide it up how they will. But, so, the reason I wanted to talk about this story is really because... <clears throat> I've been saying this for a while now. Like, th- there's this concept that we need to pay reparations to black people in America, but... We've paid a lot of money to black people in America. If you, if you take all of the money that's been able to be accumulated by black Americans through affirmative action programs, which I don't think are fair. Because I think affirmative action programs are actually racist against white people. But, okay, we've done that. We, we, that's, that's, you can consider that a kind of like type of systemic charity or something like that. Um. If you count that, if you count all the money that's actually been given to organizations that are specifically dedicated to helping black people in America, and now if you look at all the money that's been dedicated to Black Lives Matter, we've, been give, we've given so many millions of dollars, probably billions, to black organizations. When I was in Oregon, uh, I dated a girl who, uh, whose parents were kind of rich. They kind of hung out in like wealthy circles, with wealthy people. And she took me to a charity event once that was for, um, I think it was called Thomas Jefferson High School. In, uh, in Portland, which they actually tore down, I think the statue of Thomas Jefferson at that school Because they're like, he was a racist, tore down the statue but It was basically an all-black school, pretty much, m- mostly the kids that go there are black And, um, or a lot of them anyway And so we go to this um, charity event that was specifically s- organized to help students at the school And literally every single student there was black They were like, we need to help out these poor students we need to give them... I, I mean, th- this school had the best facilities of any school I've ever been to. They had amazing computers. Everything was like state-of-the-art. Everything was amazing. Their gym was amazing. Everything was way better than any school I ever attended my whole life. I mean, way better. Like, a thousand times better. And they're they're like, we need to help these poor students out. They're so poor. They're poor. We need money. We need money. And I'm just sitting there and I'm thinking, if this is what's going on in every town all over the country, like, black people got it pretty good. Like, I, I don't know if this happens everywhere, but at Jefferson High School, you guys, you guys are doing pretty well. Like, I, you know, so that kind of thing has been going on. I think since like the, the 80s, maybe even the 70s in some places, where it's like give tons of money to help black people because black people are underprivileged, they're poor, they well, have the to do At least
1: they're improving schools.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's fine. That that's good. I don't mind that. I don't like that they're doing it just for black kids. I mean, I think that they should do it for all underprivileged people. You know white kids Hispanic mm-hmm. kids Asian kids Whatever But um, yeah, fine You know improve the schools That's great But the point I'm trying to make Is that white people Have been giving a lot of money Over the years To black organizations Black charities Black everything So the reparations are paid And if you also include The cost in blood From white men Who fought in the civil war To free the slaves That was quite a sacrifice as well A lot of people died in that war A lot of people lost limbs A lot of people lost their uh, You know um, became paralyzed A lot of people uh, lost their ability to have children So, you know, there was a huge sacrifice Within the white Within white culture For black people So if you look at it from a group mentality Which I hate doing I look at, like looking at people as individuals A huge price has been paid many times over So this whole idea that reparations need to be paid Or reparations haven't been paid Absolute nonsense This is another example of that All right Moving Wait Oh hold on I don't want to move on I don't want to move on I want to you keep reading You
1: look so good on camera Huh? You look so good on camera
0: I look good on camera <laughs> Don't say that Say you look terrible on camera You look much better in real life
1: <laughs> Go on You look terrible on camera You look much better in real life
0: Thank you darling <laughs> Alright So now Alright what do we got here Let's pl- Okay so Now now Here's the Here's the here's the, here's the second thing about this story That's crazy so this woman, um, God, why can't I remember her name? It'll, I, can, I can think of it, but it'll take me a second. All right, so anyway, uh, Black Lives Matter is now demanding payback for its support of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris on the 2020 presidential election, uh, stating that getting Trump out of office was not the end-all be-all. We want something for our vote. <laughs> this is a story that I reported before on Mr. Reagan. Um, this, to me, is incredibly audacious. this is this is it's these Black Lives Matter people. they're just too stupid to understand how the Democrat system works. Normally, what happens is that a special interest group um, organizes all their votes together to vote for the Democrats so that the Democrats will do things for them. But they don't state it out loud. <laughs> It's a sort of unspoken devil's bargain, right? So, you, so you're like, okay, I'm going to vote for this person, and this person is going to make sure that I get money for my organization or whatever it is that I care about. That's why I'm getting them elected. But you don't say that publicly. You make sure that there's a sort of understanding between you. You don't go out to the newspapers or to Twitter or whatever and go, uh, where's my stuff now that I've got you in office? Because that's, that's like a quid pro quo, right? That's, that's exactly the kind of thing that we're trying to avoid happening in America. And these idiots are going right out and saying it because they don't know what the hell they're doing. Uh, they don't know how the whole con works on the left. Anyway, I'm done with that story. Um, my, cat, my cat's jumping up on the couch to be with Valeria. Aston loves Valeria, and he does not like me so much. <laughs> He allows me to pet him occasionally, but for the most part, he's. uh, I knew you. If it's me me and her, (laughs) he just goes straight over to her. So loud. Um, All right, that's the end of the Black Lives Matter stuff. Can we move on to the next story, darling? Yep. Among
1: America's generations Z, one in six identify as LGBT plus Q and A L through Z W X Y Z. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: right. Let's see here. Um, This is in the New York. No, not in the New York Post. Uh, this is uh, Blaze. This is on the Blaze. I love the Blaze. I got good friends on the Blaze. Um, but let's switch over to this story. Okay, so one in six, of America's young, youngest adult generation identify as LGBT. Valeria, you're in Generation Z. Do Am you identify I? as LGBT? No. No. No, you don't Um, All right, well, let's read a little bit of this article And then we can talk about it Approximately one in six uh, From America's youngest adult generation Now identify as lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender Most of them are bisexual, apparently A trend uh, of increasing LGBT identification in the country According to a new Gallup survey Now, I think that this is horse manure, as they say And I'm going to explain why in a moment So... The survey, conducted through the last year, found that 16% of adults from the Generation Z identify as something other than heterosexual. Those surveys were born between 1997 and 2002, roughly. Uh, Valeria, you're 1996, right? Yes, I am. But, but I still think you're Gen Z.
1: Because
0: <laughs> she's got the mind of a child. It's that true? True. All right. Gen Z is, identi- <laughs> is defined by those... Okay, yeah. Uh, they did not include those who have reached who've not yet reached the age of eighteen. Blah 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 blah. Okay, let's see here. Of of those eighteen to twenty three year olds who identify as LGBT, seventy two percent of them classify themselves as bisexual. Now the, this is why I don't think this is why I think it's baloney. Because my guess, and they don't talk about that here. They don't say if it's men or women that are identifying as bisexual. But my guess is that a huge percentage of that 72% that classify themselves as bisexual are women. And the reason I... Hey, buddy, you want up? Come on. You want to say hi to the people?
1: Yes. It says hi. <laughs> um,
0: now, in my experience, when I was going to school, it was not necessarily cool to be gay, right? But there was a growing popularity within a certain subculture even when i was at school right this is like the 1990s late 90s there was a certain subculture of people who did think it was cool to be a lesbian this was like a this is like a popular trend and i think that this trend grew significantly because even if you're not attracted to women to, to even if you're not attracted to women as a woman i think Women are still objectively beautiful. You know, like beautiful women are still beautiful even to a woman. A handsome man... That's to, true, as a woman. Yeah, you can, you can that's see. That's true, yeah. Now, mm-hmm. I can tell if a man's handsome or I, ugly.
1: I will even say that woman pays more attention to the woman sure, than the Sure, because so you're man. talking yeah.
0: about like how you want to dress and you mm-hmm. care about the aesthetics and all that. Now, a man can tell if another man's handsome or ugly, obviously. The same way I can tell that if a horse is a healthy looking horse or, a, or, or, a, or an old nag... throw him off the balcony no i won't really she's looking at me scared don't look at me like that i'm not gonna really do that anyway the point i'm trying to make (laughs) is that is that is that a girl can say oh this woman's beautiful i i think that she would even not mind being a little bit more physical with a girl than a guy would guys tend to find other guys a bit gross i think guys tend to find other guys like i don't want to touch another guy really you know. but girls don't mind touching other girls. They'll, they'll hold hands stuff like that. they'll cuddle together, stuff like that. They don't mind. Oh my God, can you just murder him? Yeah. Just kill him. Oh, there he Run goes away. running there throw that. Um, but, but here's the second reason why I think a lot of women don't mind being quote unquote bisexual is mm-hmm. because um, a lot of guys find that a little bit sexy, right? There, there's a yeah just throw him um, just throw him in the, in the bathroom. Some guys think that watching girls make out Or that kind of stuff Like, you know, it's a little bit sexy So girls cop on to this And they're like, oh, that's sexy Guys like that Okay, I'll call myself bisexual So a huge percentage of these these people Might not be, you know Might just totally be heterosexual And just might be faking it for the attention In fact, I think that's probably quite a lot of them Even the trans people I think, I, I knew a guy in college Who was very flamboyantly gay and this guy was, he he desperately wanted attention all the time. Like, if we weren't paying attention to him, he would start dancing in, like, <laughs> this kind of, like, wild, crazy way just so people would look at him. I mean, the guy was nuts. And I realized, I, I'm not sure if that guy's, like born attracted to men or if he's born attracted to attention and he realizes that being gay is something that gets him more attention, right? So I think that he kind of fit into that kind of I don't know. I was trying I was trying to psychoanalyze the guy cuz he was cra- he was clearly a crazy guy. Um, so I think a lot of people who identify as gay, trans, whatever, at least some of them want attention. And actually I asked the guy I asked the guy, I said, how many gay men do you think are actually gay and, you know, born that way? And how how many gay men do you think are just doing it for attention or to be different or something like that? And he goes, all of them. Really? Yeah. And I went, what do you mean all of them? He goes, I'm the only gay man that I've ever met that I think was actually born gay. And I'm like, I don't think you were born gay. (laughs) I was like, I think you were born, you know, needing attention a lot. But I didn't say that to him. But anyway. So, I don't know. Look, I don't know. Maybe this is real. Maybe it's not. I'm skeptical. I don't think self-reported stuff is usually that accurate. Uh, Maybe it is accurate. I'm not convinced. I think it's probably more likely that a lot of these kids just think it's cool to say that they're gay or that they're trans or that they're bisexual. And so, that's what they're doing. Donnie, we're wrapping up. We? Yeah, we're wrapping up that section. Okay, awesome. What are you doing
1: uh, sorry, my mom wrote me Your mom. I couldn't not respond because my mom's writing me every day, but we have different timings, so I have to respond it I'm oh. fine, I'm good, I'm alive, I'm home. it's important
0: can you can you can you do something for me real quick? Yes, just, just there you go. <laughs> I
1: have to read the comments. No, you don't. I do. We do that at the
0: end of the show. We do that at the end of the show. Let's just do that in the, the show. Oh. Next story.
1: Covid arrived on the scene, and the flu disappeared.
0: The flu? Yes. So this is a story that's a little bit old. It's of actually course, not.
1: Of course, of course, uh, flu disappeared. Everybody wears masks.
0: <laughs> that I don't think that's why. I don't think that's what they're saying. The reason is. But I don't think that's why. So this is, this is kind of an old story, right? Uh, Amid-COVID pandemic, flu has disappeared in the U.S. So I'll just read some of this because it's a pretty short story. Um, this is from the New York Post. February is usually the peak of flu season, with doctors' offices and hospitals packed with suffering patients, but not this year. Flu has virtually disappeared from the U.S., with reports coming as, uh, in at far lower levels than anything seen in decades. Experts say that measures put in place to fend off the coronavirus, wearing masks, social distancing, and virtue. Uh, Virtue signaling (laughs) Virtual schooling um, Were big factors in preventing the twindemic Of flu and COVID-19 A push to get more people vaccinated against flu Probably helped too As did fewer people traveling, they say Another possible explanation The coronavirus has essentially muscled aside Flu and other bugs that are more common uh, In the winter and in the fall and winter Scientists don't fully understand The mechanism behind that um, But it would be consistent with patterns seen When flu strains predominate over others, said Dr. Arnold Monto, a flu expert at the University of Michigan. Nationally, this is the lowest flu season we've had on record, according to a surveillance program that's about 25 years old, said Lynette Brommer of the U.S. Center for Disease and Prevention. Okay, so this is what I think about this. Now, all the things that they said were causing this flu season to be low are probably contributing to some degree. But a lot of people suspect that a lot of cases of flu are actually being reported as COVID, like misreported. Yeah. I don't know how true that is. I don't know how pervasive that I'm sure is. It's true. But that's something that a lot of people believe.
1: Every, every, every like every disease now is flu like.
0: Yeah, it seems like every respiratory disease. No, not the flu or COVID. Yeah, every respiratory disease seems to be reported as COVID. <laughs> Look,
1: even I think even flu reported as COVID because some tests positive because you have flu. Not well, this, COVID. this
0: is what we're trying to say here. So, so it, you know, I, I don't want to believe that there's some kind of sinister stuff going on to try to increase the number of COVID, you know, reports and stuff like that. I don't want to report that. I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to say that. And I don't have any proof that that's true. We have... We have rumors that that's true. We have doctors who have said some some stuff similar to that, but mostly about the COVID deaths, not about reporting the actual, um, you know, pe- people who have been infected. But it does seem weird that we suddenly have no flu in America at all, and there's still all this COVID being reported I all George, over the place. It's it's masks. <laughs> it's ma- masks are stopping people <laughs> getting flu, but they're not stopping them getting COVID. Because of magic I don't know It seems like it's possible That flu That flus are maybe being reported as COVID Some of the time Now one thing that you should know Is if you're sneezing Or if you're congested in your nose That's actually not a sign of COVID That would be a sign of the flu Or, or a cold but it's, Or allergies But it's not a sign of COVID people th- I think people suspect that sneezing and, and nasally stuff That that is potentially a sign of COVID What?
1: Jeff writing, I don't ever want a cat.
0: Oh, God. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. Valeria.
1: I'm reading comments. No. I, I, there is a, no. there is a girl and she wrote, we need Valeria in the, co- the comment section.
0: <laughs> well, we need Valeria to talk more and you're doing that, f- like, less when you read the God, we, we're we going to have this fight right in front of you guys. I don't even care. <laughs> 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 we'll, fight about, we'll fight about it after the show. Um Anyway, look, I I don't know. Maybe that the flu, uh, instances of flu are being reported as COVID. Maybe they're not. Maybe, maybe what they're saying is all correct. I don't know. It does seem weird to me. It does seem a little bit suspicious. I'm not convinced that they're right. I think it's possible that some of this stuff is being reported incorrectly. All right, shall we move on to the next story?
1: Do we have the next story?
0: Oh, are we done?
1: We are done.
0: Hey... That was that actually felt pretty quick i I recorded a really long video today. It was like four hours I was recording um about Twitter and about how social media is ruining our you know our ability to communicate <laughs> and stuff like that and um, and so I'm exhausted so I'm glad it's over with now we can take. Questions and comments. So go ahead and flip the phone over that you never flipped over. And um, uh,
1: yeah, I i just said the Jeff Beale wrote, I don't ever want a cat. Another Jeff Naughty wrote, I have four cats. <laughs> there is a fight between two Jeffs. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, it wouldn't be
0: so bad if we had a bigger place. So get on Patreon, give us all your money <laughs> so we can afford to buy a house. Because this apartment is just too small to have a, a cat, I think. But, I mean, it's not too small to have a cat if you don't have a podcast. But but having a podcast and having a bangle in a small apartment, it just—it's
1: not small. It just, it's not a small uh, apartment. It's, just, it's a big. It, apartment. There is no separate rooms. It's there's like no, one it's a big huge, massive
0: room. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there is sort of a separate huge. room, but there's no door. Like she Trump has her own say. little
1: Chris. Huge. No,
0: no, huge, huge. without the H. <laughs> <laughs> We should just do a whole show called Valeria Does Impressions (laughs) of Donald Trump. I love
1: this comment. Zombie Teddy, that felt quick. Is that what she said?
0: Valeria loves... Okay. Valeria (laughs) loves the the joke. That's what she said. So I taught her what this joke was a while ago. And she didn't quite understand it. So she started saying that's what she said about things that made no sense at all. (laughs) I feel like, hey... I'm kind of hungry. You want to go to the want to go to uh, the store and get some food? And she'd go. That's what she said. That's
1: not true. <laughs> yes. It is. No. You would say it about things that say didn't make sense. It's not that simple.
0: I don't know. I think I think we forgot. I think we forgot to uh, turn off the stove. That's what she said. She would say it for things that didn't make any sense. She, you get it now though. You understand it now though. Yeah. Okay. She understands it now. I had to explain it to her. <laughs> she kept using it wrong. I think she was doing it on purpose, actually. Yes, to
1: because <laughs> your reaction was hilarious. <laughs> I feel
0: like, no, that's not... Anyway. anyway, next comment, next question. Oh. Nothing about cats, please.
1: The everything about just the cat.
0: Everything's about the um, cat.
1: <laughs> Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. Toxic masculinity or should... Be the, the Biden Should the Biden Start identifying As a female Immediately To extend yes. his life expectancy? I think scientifically
0: That would work Right If you were to If you were to identify As a female Because you feel like A woman inside Then you should live longer Because on average Women live longer than men You can't get You can't get colon You know colon cancer What is it um, Maybe. What's the cancer only uh, Prostate <laughs> Everybody can get Colon cancer I guess But um, you can't get prostate cancer If you identify as a woman That's science Okay Because how can you have a prostate If you identify as a woman But you can't get breast cancer And ovarian cancer Which is a shame
1: Well you Might live longer if you're a woman
0: No I, I know The joke is that
1: My joke is Oh yo, We got a joke from for Stupid people <laughs> Live Less <laughs> No crazy old Live shorter
0: lives If you you're know. stupid You live shorter lives I mean Yeah you don't, you don't Well I don't know Do you see a lot of like Super old people Who are really dumb The problem is It's hard to tell Because once you're that old It's like I think it's hard to To function mm-hmm. It's hard to tell How stupid or smart They were in their, uh When they were younger Anything well,
1: else Maybe I'm I? wrong I don't know
0: Let's see here This guy has written. My cat died after thirteen years. I like hearing yours. It reminds me of my cat.
1: Yeah, just reading the same. Well, let comments.
0: me let me tell you this. I you had a said, cat that lived said, for thirteen Don't years. You
1: said anything about cat.
0: <laughs> well, you weren't reading anything, so I just read the next thing. Okay. Chris, you should get a wolf. Take care of that cat problem.
1: <laughs> oh, I can answer this question from Carrie. What are your and zodiac signs? Well, I'm Cancer, and Chris is Scorpio. Scorpio. Yeah. Scorpio. The only
0: other woman that I, I...
1: Can we not talk about your exes for at least one, <laughs> one live episode. stream? No. Please.
0: I, there was another girl that I was with. This is a long time. This is many, many years ago. And um, it was the only other girl that I was ever in love with other than Valeria. And uh, uh, we were going to get married. Like, you know, It didn't end up working out. But uh, yeah, I was crazy about her. She was also a Scorpio. And I don't think that... Um, these zodiac signs mean anything at all, personally. But uh, we were both very sort of like aggressive, intense. Okay, people. if
1: uh, zodiac signs doesn't like,
0: well, why did
1: why d- didn't you guys work out? Hmm. Two Scorpios.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if cor- Scorpios are supposed to work out or not.
1: Me, me, me too. Actually.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but we, but Scorpios are supposed to be intense. Like they're supposed to be like kind of intense people. And we were both very intense people, so that was actually a true, true, um, you know, thing about us. And uh, but we worked out very well. Actually, the two of us were very good together. But um, I made the decision not to uh, not to be with her, which was probably a terrible mistake, since I ended up with this. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. It, it worked out for the best. Everything worked out. For
1: okay, the best. Mark says, don't circle back to your exes. What's that? Don't circle back to your exes. Don't circle
0: back. Yeah, don't circle back, Saki. How
1: long, Carrie? How long have you guys been together? Over um, two
0: years, something over two years.
1: Over two years for sure, because we were married. But not quite three sure.
0: years. How, 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 how long?
1: Like a three and a half. Is no. it
0: three and a half years, really?
1: Well, we met in. 2000 well, it, it feels like no 17? time at all, darling.
0: It feels like I've only known you for a week.
1: Three and a half yeah
0: Because you never share. That's why. Let's see. um, (laughs) How many
1: kids will you have? Well, we already have one. It's that loud one.
0: Uh, N7 writes, Got here really late. Did you all talk about Biden saying the N-word last week? Cratter had it on his show on YouTube. Even typed it out on the closed caption of it. That's hilarious. Uh, No, we didn't talk about uh, Biden saying the N-word. Although we've had a good laugh about it. Did you
1: find out what he was actually saying?
0: I think he was repeating what he had said before, but he... Said, mm, and then I think he said either, so it was like neither. But yeah. he, he kind of okay. fumbled his words. Um,
1: Surprising. I he actually never-
0: tweeted about this, and I thought it was quite a quite a clever treat. I wrote, um, I, I posted the video obviously, and I put, put I put uh, N, and then the little star symbol many times, and then I wrote what question mark, and what? <laughs> you know what I mean. Anyway, I thought it was quite funny. It didn't get very many likes. I'm not very popular on Twitter, which I don't understand. I'm funny. Dang it. Uh, but, okay. Uh,
1: Thomas Jefferson. I truly miss your I love the view. Can we expect one soon?
0: <sighs> For you, Mr. Jefferson, anything. Uh, I'll try. Look, I mean, I got so many. Video- I'm so overwhelmed with work right now, and those view videos they take so long to make. But uh, people do keep asking me for them, so yeah. I'll I'll try to.
1: I think you need to bring this. Fine,
0: I'll do one. Give me give me a, give me a one. few days because I got a bunch <laughs> of other stuff I got to do. But um, yeah, I'll yeah. I'll do one. I'll do one.
1: Yeah, you'll circle back on this one. Okay.
0: I'll I'll, I'll, I'll circle back, Pisaki. uh Let's see. <laughs> This guy writes, my neighbor has a cat that's twenty three years old, so strap in <laughs> we I have a mother that I can give that cat to if I need to uh she has a lovely place let's see here uh, oh it was it was neither or uh, and eager I think says uh n seven heaven in seventh heaven okay I get it now um it was neither eager it was it was neither an eager put together.
1: Mm, okay.
0: That makes sense. I wonder what would happen if he combined eager and beaver. Eager beaver. I don't know why that's not really funny. <laughs> <laughs> eager beaver is a st- is an old saying in America.
1: Okay, Steve C Which could C. be like a very
0: promiscuous woman.
1: Steve eager C beaver. Uh, they are letting Biden show some slip-ups. How much longer do you think they let him be president before putting Kamala in his place? Well, I just said before, I think in 2021... uh, Are we in 2021 already? Okay, in 2022, I think there's going to be Kamala Harris.
0: I can't hear anything you're saying. You're too quiet. Really? Yeah. Am I? Well, not anymore. Did you hear the question? (laughs) I didn't hear the question. Did you
1: hear the question? Okay. Uh, They are letting Biden show... Yeah. Some sleep ups. How much longer do you think they let him be president before putting Kamala in his place?
0: You know, it's a good question. I think that actually Biden is far better for those who control him than Kamala would be. Because Kamala has some sense of autonomy, right? Because she's a strong black woman. She's a strong Indian woman pretending to be black. And Asian. Huh? And Asian. Asian being Indian. She's Indian from India.
1: Okay.
0: That's in Asia. Okay. Yes. Not American Indian.
1: Mhm. So complicated.
0: Not really. <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway, yeah, she's she's uh she's got you know, she could make decisions. She's dangerous cuz she could actually make decisions on her own, you know. Biden definitely cannot. One he's too compromised, right? I mean, definitely like Everybody's probably got dirt on Biden. They could destroy him at any moment. So he has to basically do what everybody says. And secondly, I don't even think he can function. I think even if they didn't have dirt on him, they would be able to control him easily. Biden is the perfect Democrat candidate because every other Democrat who wants power can manipulate and control him. I'm actually doing a video on this. You know, who controls Joe Biden, I'm doing a lot of research into it. Again, no solid conclusions yet. I don't have a, have a concrete answer yet, but I will by the time I'm done with my research. I'll have that coming to you in a couple of weeks. It it's going to be a great video. I've got a bunch of great videos coming out. Uh, one, I think, hopefully, if I can get the editing done tonight, tomorrow morning.
1: Okay, awesome. Uh, True helper, Mr. Reagan, and Valeria, what is your favorite vacation getaway?
0: I think so far Hawaii.
1: Yeah, I'm the. Yeah, I agree with Which you. Which
0: I wouldn't have ever said before because i have never been to Hawaii, and I didn't think Hawaii was very nice because I was used to the sort of aloha luau culture, you know, that's the super tacky version of Hawaiian culture that they're always, like, pushing. Um, you know, basically since, like, the 50s, you've always seen this sort of, like, you know, really annoying grass skirt Polynesian kind of thing uh, that I, I... It's just so tacky. I mean, I suppose in... I've never been to, like, a real luau or anything like that, so I'm, I suppose it'd be very nice, but the the sort of like version that you get the sort of cartoon version that you get of it, it's very tacky so I always thought Hawaii would be lame um, but my one of my best friends lives there Kurt I, I'm sure you guys heard me talk about Kurt Kurt um, had said you know many times you guys gotta, gotta come visit you guys gotta come visit he doesn't even like Hawaii <laughs> but we go there I'm just like holy crap this place is amazing I mean if you're in a so, Hawaii is kind of weird because different sides of the islands have different climates. So, some sides of the islands are like very barren and desert and ugly and horrible. But then the green sides of the island are amazingly lush. I mean, it's basically like what you would imagine a jungle being. Like they filmed Jurassic Park there. So, if you want to know what Hawaii's like, just watch Jurassic Park. That's the foliage, that, that kind of stuff. And it's, it really is like a paradise. I mean, it's amazing. Like just swimming in the water... Was one of the best experiences of my life. Yeah, we've gone snorkeling and um, we've seen all kinds of cool. You know, we we were able to experience the uh, massive sea turtles, which is I mean, those things are like dinosaurs. I mean, those things are huge. I'm sure you guys have all been to Hawaii, or at least many of you have. Um, yeah, I didn't think I would like Hawaii, but I absolutely loved it. One another weird thing, I never thought that I would like Vegas, but I really like Vegas. Vegas is a pretty cool place. Um, But we also like Chicago, actually. Weirdly, we really like Chicago.
1: Yeah, We've been to Chicago mm -hmm. a couple
0: times, and uh, we like uh, the Trump Tower in Chicago. If you're ever staying in Chicago, stay in Trump Tower. It is fantastic. Um, We like Washington, D.C. We've been to D.C. a couple of times. We really like it. We like New York City. Um, Boston was okay. There's some things that are good about Boston. I didn't like it as much. But we were there during COVID, so there wasn't nobody there. Um, I would really like, my favorite place probably in the world is probably London. Uh, I lived there for a year when I was younger. And then um, I really love uh, Copenhagen, pretty much anywhere in Europe. Uh, we're probably going to go, if she doesn't go with me, I'm probably going to go at some point this year through Europe. But I think she'll, you, you'll probably be able to travel soon, right? Uh, abroad. If she can travel abroad soon, we're going to both go to Europe and do a little trip there. So anybody I know in Europe, we're going to probably go have coffee. <laughs> um, all right, next question.
1: Okay, uh, Kimberly, asking: Do you remember the interview of Obama where he spoke about having a third term as a shadow president? He yeah, said he would control everything from the basement, uh, wearing sweats. I think we are. Uh, I think we are there.
0: No, we're not. No, no. That that was always misinterpreted by conservatives. What he was saying, he was he was trying. That was his attempt at humility. Sorry, that was his hu- attempt at humility. Uh, Obama is a guy that likes the spotlight, right? Obama likes to be the center of attention. He likes attention. He likes to be He likes the respect and adoration of people. He doesn't he's not a good president. He wasn't. He didn't really do anything positive for the country, but he wants the appearance of being a good president. So this idea that he would do all the work behind the scenes but he wouldn't get any of the credit or the attention for it? Come on, that's nonsense. The, the reason he was saying that was to deflect this idea that he was somebody who seeks attention. He's like, well, if I had to do all the work, but uh, you know, I didn't have to actually get any of the credit, eh, I, do, I do No, you freaking wouldn't. You would want all the attention. You would want all the credit. That was, that was just a lie gone wrong that everybody interpreted as, oh, he wants to control things from behind the scenes. That, that wasn't what he was trying to say, and that certainly wasn't what he was saying. And I don't think that he's controlling anything. I think that he's in Hawaii letting Big Mike paddle him around on his big mic (laughs) i don't (laughs) don't know if you guys see those pictures that's that's a pretty brutal thing i shouldn't actually say that i feel bad but um michelle obama doesn't well i don't really love michelle obama either but uh no those two those guys are off enjoying their retirement um, being beloved by leftists everywhere i don't think they have any interest in controlling the country or anything like that i think other people do that um and i'll do it i'll produce a video shortly that talks about that
1: anyway chris comment on chicago Annan says i hate chicago my ex-wife cheated on me there oops
0: well when i stole valeria from her ex he moved there so <laughs> we've all got <laughs> we've all got romantic stories that I, <laughs> <stuff> like. <laughs> next story <laughs> she's dying over here i don't know why that wasn't that funny what are you talking about
1: how you just say that? Yeah. You stole me from my ex. True, though. <clears> hmm. <throat> okay, there's some personal stuff going on.
0: Oh, a lot of personal questions, huh? <laughs> Mark and Alberta writes, how long until Obama comes out of the closet? I don't think Obama is gay. I, I think that's a little bit silly. Let's see here. Chris, do you watch Razor Fist channel? I do not. I don't know what that is, actually.
1: Yeah, me too. Or me neither.
0: Let's see here. That's good news. Obama was the worst as Kimberly Ashcroft. Yeah, I wouldn't want <laughs> to win a country.
1: This, this guy, and My ex slept with Valeria's ex? <laughs> question mark. <laughs>
0: You never know.
1: No, I don't think so. He was actually a pretty
0: good guy. I feel bad for stealing Valeria from him, but If not you're
1: a pretty good bad. guy, it's been like almost four years and you're still not married, no girlfriend, give me a break.
0: Valeria believes that I saved her from a terrible situation, which I actually take a great deal of comfort in because I always do feel a little bit guilty <laughs> about the whole situation. Am I wrong?
1: No. Okay. You're you always, you... You always right, darling. You're absolutely right always right
0: i don't know what this is but i'm gonna throw it at you uh uh you 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 say that i I didn't make that up
1: no that's true i did that's what i said that's what she said said.
0: Uh, (laughs) all right well i think that's that's a fantastic laugh well somebody likes your laugh Somebody says hi, Aston. All right. Well, we better let Aston out yeah, of the. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna let him the close thing. the show. Say goodnight, everybody.
1: Good night.
0: Good night, everybody, and thank you for watching once again. And we will.